Hello, and welcome to the Louisville Draws podcast, where we explore arts and the creative community in the Ohio Valley area. I'm Jeff D. Hutt, an illustrator and designer working in Louisville, Kentucky, and I appreciate you joining us today. For this episode, I want to explore the idea of perfectionism and how that affects the blank page. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Louisville Draws. This time, I would like to talk about this idea of perfectionism and how that affects this common blank page syndrome. Uh, For me, these two things are very much related. Maybe not so much for everybody, but uh, for me, they're, they're very, very related. So I wanted to talk about both of them in this episode. I'm sure that we're not gonna cover everything, but that's okay, it doesn't have to be perfect. So I'll start out by talking about uh, my perfectionism. Uh, When I was a younger artist, I would say junior high or high school, uh, I had quite a few art teachers and I remember one in particular had a very difficult time teaching me this idea of sketching. And you would think for someone who draws all the time, sketching would not be that big of an issue. But for me, it was. And I didn't grasp this concept of sketching out a rough idea before you dive into what will eventually become the final drawing. In my mind, I would look at other artists and their work, and I would see the finished piece, and I would think in my mind, man, they have ultimate control over those lines and where they place that color. They know exactly what they're doing. I want to be like that. So obviously, uh, you can tell this is a very immature idea. When we see a final artwork, there are so many stages that go into the creation of that piece. We don't see 90% of it. All we see is the surface. That is the, the final piece that the artist presents to us. There's so much that goes into that. And I didn't understand that at the time. I thought that an artist would learn so much, they would practice so much that they would accumulate all of this skill and they would know exactly where to put each and every line. And so that's what I started to do with my art. Anytime I would sit down and draw, and I drew a lot, Anytime I would sit down, I would draw a line and it would, I would push that pencil down to the paper so hard. And I would think this, this has to be perfect. This line has got to be exactly where it needs to be. And because I was using so much force, it was very difficult to erase when I did make mistakes. Um, And it was just 
it was frustrating. That whole process is frustrating because it's impossible. <laughs> this is entirely impossible to be perfect and to think that you could lay down a line and for the first time as you're starting a piece, you would lay down a line and that would be what would end up in the final piece. That's ridiculous. This is just not going to happen. But that was in my mind. That was how I started. So as I would sit down and I would, I would try to create, it was just a frustrating process for me. And this one instructor in particular who tried to teach me how to sketch would get so frustrated because that whole concept was completely foreign to me. I just couldn't grasp why would you make a mark that's not going to end up in the final piece? Why would you do that? And thankfully, I have grown out of that uh, and for the better, but we'll get to that. We'll get to how I reached that point in my creative process where I felt free and comfortable enough to just scribble and make marks and erase and be okay with mistakes and work those mistakes into the piece. But back to this point in my life, I was, I was very jealous of other artists because I, I had this weird idea that they were perfect, that they had practiced so much that they had become perfect artists. And that creates a massive creative block. Uh, it's just very difficult to create anything or to even get started on anything when you have this idea that you have to be perfect. The other thing that this led into was anytime I would get a sketchbook, I didn't want to mess up my sketchbook. I wanted it to stay nice. I wanted it to stay perfect. So I would scribble and draw on just copy paper and I wouldn't really use my sketchbooks, which is ridiculous. All of this stuff that I'm explaining uh, from my earlier time as an artist, it's just so immature and I'm so thankful that uh, people were patient with me to teach me uh, and help me to get out of that mindset. Uh, obviously, sketchbooks are for experimentation. They're for making mistakes. It's going to happen, and you have to accept and be okay with that. And not, not only that, but embrace the experimentation and embrace the mistakes, because that means that you're trying new things. Um, the other thing that this led me to was uh, I, I used to draw a lot from imagination when I was very, very young. And along the lines, as I started building this idea of I have to be a perfect artist, I noticed that I lost a lot of that imagination. I lost the ability to just draw from uh, creations in my mind. And at the time, I never correlated the two things. I never put those two things together. Um, 
Obviously, I was frustrated because I knew, man, I used to be able to have this skill. I used to be able to do this, but now I can't. And that was incredibly frustrating. Um, the other thing that I got into about that time was digital art. Uh, I was into Photoshop and that is, it was a blessing and a curse. I loved that I was so early on in the, the Photoshop phase. I, would, I think I was still early, early high school or not quite high school, I can't remember. And I got a copy of Photoshop 3. And man, I played around with that so much, just pulling images apart and mixing them together. And uh, it was great and it was wonderful. And you had this unlimited palette. You had this unlimited tool set. You could do anything you wanted on the computer. And I felt like this is so freeing. I could do anything that I wanted. But at the same time, because of this perfectionism, it was... It was this weird, uh, how do I describe it? Like I could do, I had no limits on the computer. I could do anything, but because I felt like I have to be perfect, I have to do the perfect thing, even on the computer where you have unlimited undos, I couldn't create what I wanted to create because I was stuck in my mind that's all it was. It was a mental block that I had. This perfectionism was limiting myself, even with this brand new technology. So some things that happened that helped me break out of this uh, perfectionism mindset, it was a slow journey and I, I'm not sure that I can pinpoint exactly where it started, but it was, um, Looking back, I think that it was somewhere late high school as I was going into college. I still had this perfectionism mindset very much. Uh, and as I was going into college and doing that work, uh, it felt really good because the first few classes that I had, I was just... I was nailing every project, every creative project. I would turn it in and I would get a really good score. But it wasn't too long into the my college experience where I would turn something in and my design teacher, he would say he knew exactly what he was doing and he was very nice. Um, when I repeat this story, it's not going to sound like he was very nice, but he meant it uh, in a very genuine way, uh, a very nice way, and he used this phrase to help me learn a very valuable lesson. I would turn in uh, an assignment and he would look at it and he would say, this is crap. And I know that you can do better. And he would give me the time to go and do it. Um, this was usually maybe the day before something was due and I had spent at least one whole week working on this project, whatever it was. And he would look at it and the truth is maybe it wasn't total crap, but 
he knew that I could do better. And he waited until that moment where the pressure was on and uh, he told me to to go home and to do it better. He knew that I could, he wanted to see it. And so I felt a little deflated, but I knew, man, he's right. <laughs> I can do this, I can do this better. And that helped me to overcome this perfectionism mindset in this way, where I was extremely crunched on time and I didn't have that resource to pour into this assignment. I had to find ways to, if I made a mistake, work it into the assignment or, uh, you know, spur my creativity into overdrive to build that project and just get it done and get it done better than it was before. And typically what ended up happening was I would come in the next day after this furious night of working, staying up until two o'clock, uh, finishing the assignment, I would turn it in and he would say, there it is, you did it. That's exactly what I knew you could do. And this happened enough that I just, I just realized I need to iterate on these projects. The first time I do something, it's not going to be perfect. I need to build this into my process. So I'll, I'll make the project almost to completion one time, look at it, find where I can improve it, and then start over and build it up again and run that process as many times as I need in order to get the final result and learn to be okay with mistakes and uh, crunch time. So that was one thing. The other thing that I started to do uh, with my illustration specifically was I started, I consciously started using pens. And the reason for that was I couldn't erase them. Uh, if I made a mistake with a pen, I would have to find a way to work it in. And I just got into the habit of using a pen and leaving the pencils alone for, oh, I don't know, maybe a, a solid year I did that. And then I, I started introducing pencils into uh, the materials I would use slowly over time. But I, I knew that I had this problem and I wanted to overcome it. And this was one of the things that I did to try to train myself to be okay with the mistakes and to be okay with experimenting and uh, overcoming this perfectionism. The other thing that I did was just limiting the resources that I used. You know, computers came along early in my education and they opened the doors wide up to where we had an unlimited color palette and unlimited everything. And that was great and it was amazing, but at the same time, it can be overwhelming. There's just too much there. And especially when you're in this perfectionist mindset, it's very difficult to even get started when you have no boundaries. So uh, another thing that I did was to limit myself even if I'm working on the computer, I'm going to choose, oh, 
three colors, you know, and maybe variations of those, those colors, but I'm going to specifically limit myself. Maybe I'm not going to have unlimited layers. Maybe I will limit myself to just a few layers or one layer if I'm building a drawing and try to incorporate more traditional media mindsets when working on the computer. Now, of course, the computer is way more forgiving. Uh, and even now, modern day, when I'm using my iPad, I still limit myself to uh, layers. I don't go crazy with the layers. I still utilize the layers, but having the mindset of the traditional training and using that in the digital world, uh, it helps. It helps to bring our minds back and, and giving ourselves those guidelines and, and uh, harnessing our creativity it just it helps to overcome that that blank page and perfectionist uh, problem. Uh, the other thing that I got into was, I think this was after college when I discovered this specific tool, and this was a huge, huge breakthrough for me. I discovered this book called "Wreck This Journal" by Carrie Smith. And I've actually, I think, I think I have two copies of this book. She updated it, uh, and it has a few more things than the first time, the first time when I went through it. But basically, this book is, it's, it's so crazy. Uh, the book is built to give you permission to get dirty and to make mistakes and to overcome perfectionism. Uh, it's, it's that problem, the problem I described earlier where I would have these sketchbooks, but I never wanted to mess them up. I always wanted them to stay nice and tidy and perfect. And when you pick up this book, Wreck This Journal, even the title uh, is encouraging you, this book is going to get destroyed. As you go through and you follow the prompts, it's going to get messy. You are going to get messy. And it was so wonderful. Uh, I was in the bookstore just flipping through this book and looking at the various prompts. Some of the things are like rip this page out or take this book in the shower with you or strap it to the bottom of your shoe and walk around for a day. Crazy, crazy stuff that is meant to, it's meant to do a lot of things. It's meant to help you overcome this idea that everything needs to be nice and tidy and clean. And the other thing that it does is it trains you, even though it's giving you instruction on every page, the beginning of the book tells you each bit of instruction is open to interpretation. You don't have to follow the prompts by the letter. You don't have to do the book perfectly. You can do whatever you want to do. Be creative with it. Do, do whatever you want to do. And that helped overcome the, the blank page or the clean sketchbook. And now, when I am starting a new piece, pulling from that 
book specifically and from these various things that I have uh, trained myself to do over the years, when I'm staring at a, a fresh piece, I'm getting started and there's the blank page in front of me, I typically start with some scribbles, some purposeful scribbles up in the corner somewhere just to loosen up my hand and to loosen up my mind and to put marks on the paper before I really get started with the the artwork. I want to I want the page to be dirty already so I don't feel so afraid making marks on it, which is a crazy it's a crazy thing. Um anyway, that's that's kind of the short version of how I overcame some perfectionist tendencies in my creative career. And I hope that this was helpful for you. If it was, I would love to hear from you. Uh, leave a message in the comments or you can email me directly. That's jeffrey.dhut at gmail.com. And I would love to know uh, what are some of the things that you struggle with as far as perfectionism or overcoming the, the blank page? And what are some of the solutions that you have found? I would love to hear from you and uh, maybe talk about it in a future episode. Anyway, thanks so much for joining us and we'll catch you all next time. Thank you for listening to Louisville Draws. We would love to hear from you. If you have any comments or questions about today's show, or if you are interested in sponsoring a future episode, you can get a hold of us through info at louisvilledraws.com.